What's going on, drinking buddies? Happy Halloween. I know this episode is out well before Halloween, but the next one's out after it, so let's fucking celebrate. Speaking of celebrating, if you're in the LA area on Halloween night, I am lucky enough to be part of Spearmint Rhinos, Dames and Games, Top of Sports Bar and Grill, Vamps and Vixens Party, hosted by the lovely Jessica James and Kiki Dare. A bunch of other adult performers will be in the house. We are recording, and now we drink live in the club again. So come out, say my name at the door, free admission, come party. There'll be a costume contest with prizes. It's going to be sick. Also, if you're in the LA area, Sunday, November 4th, I am producing a live edition of the Man Whore Podcast. If you haven't heard the Man Whore Podcast, host Billy Presida is a New York comic. He's flying into LA. He brings multiple of his exes live on stage with him, and they try to figure out why it didn't work out. There'll be laughs. There'll be tears. It's going to be fucking amazing. It is at the Dojo of Comedy inside the Sycamore Tavern. There'll be links in the show description. Come out. Support live comedy, support live podcasts, support your boy. It will be an amazing fucking night. Now a quick word from our sponsors. First and foremost, we are brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club, the best damn record of the month club. Every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please. Members get features you can't get anywhere else. Things like bonus tracks, inserts, colored variants, and it comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing. It's fucking awesome, right? Cocktail pairing, rad vinyl, can't fucking beat it. And Vinyl Me Please is not like your old record of the month club that you know locks you in, tries to give you music you don't want. Vinyl Me Please is month to month, cancel any time. So if you want to check out Vinyl Me Please, Go to joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is joinvmp.com slash ANWD. We are also brought to you this week by our friends at Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to you to rent for Xbox One, 360, PS4, PS3, Vita, Wii U, Wii, 3DS, and the old school systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want Get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much you don't want to send it back, you can keep it at a low use price. There's never any due dates or late fees. Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-rays and DVDs as part of the regular service at no extra charge. Sign up for a premium 30-day trial for free. One game out, shipped directly to you with pre-addressed envelope included for easy returns. No contracts, cancel anytime. If you want to check out Gamefly, Go to www.gameflyoffer.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.gameflyoffer slash ANWD. Last but certainly not least, we are brought to you by the OG sponsor, one of the longest sponsors of this show, our friends at Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app on iOS. Not only can you subscribe to your favorite shows, download them, listen to them on the go, listen to them on a plane, it doesn't matter. You can subscribe to your favorite performers. Big names like Bill Burr, Burt Kreischer, even podcasters like me. You can hear my appearances on other shows. Big or small, Laughable will bring you your favorite podcasters no matter where they appear. It is the best app. It's 100% free. Go to the App Store now. Download it today. Download it right fucking now. Pause the show. Just go download it. If you're an Android user, it's coming real soon. 
Go to www.laughable.com and get on the mailing list. The minute it comes out, they will let you know. So now that we got the boring part of the show out of the way, this week's episode is my friend Sylvia Sage. Sylvia is a adult performer and a comedian. If Sylvia just played some sick fucking guitar, she'd be the perfect fucking guest. Sadly, no guitar chops that I know about. But we go all over the place in this one. Of course, we talk comedy. We talk a little porn. We talk about not raising children, what we'd do with a $2 billion jackpot. So this was a fun one, guys. I know it runs a little short. Sylvia had a hard out. We had some scheduling conflicts, so we had to get her out of here. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy. Cheers. Cheers. Little day drinking. <laughs> Convince me. I've been known to encourage some alcohol consumption here and there. Mm-hmm. I've been known to. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> it's on brand for me. Like, oh, just Ooh. have a little, just a taste, just a taste. Just a little. Whew. That's good stuff, though. Yeah, it's good. Sylvia, what the hell have you been up to besides apartment hunting? I know. Apartment hunting <laughs> is killing me. Um, I feel like I've been up to a lot. Uh, I just got uh, done on Sunday um, presenting at the Straight Up Gay Porn Awards. Um, Nice. Yeah, it's run by the same people who run AVN. So my best friend, um, the one that I'm looking to get an apartment with, is a uh, male performer in the uh, gay world. And he's actually a top performer in the gay world. He won Best Actor. So that was fun. We got to do that together. But um, God, what have I been doing? I don't know because I haven't been traveling. I have been working a lot. I've been shooting a bunch. So that's been fun. And doing comedy a few nights a week. So Awesome. Yeah. I was there for your special taping up at the Ice House. Well, that's yeah, four or five months ago? That was a few months ago. Yeah. Four or five months ago. Yeah. Thanks for coming for that. So that oh, by was the way. fucking awesome. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I'm ready to like to record again, to be honest with you. And I have like a whole, I've written all new material now. So, uh, but I'm, yeah, it's been really good. It's been good. I feel very strong and like every way I've like mentally strong, like physically, like I have cut back on my drinking. So my, I, my stamina, I know, but my stamina has been amazing. That's making my work ethic really high. So. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Drinking negatively affects your stamina? Yeah, I know, right? It's weird. It's a weird thing that happens with alcohol. <laughs> I'm, I'm unaware of the science. In my personal experience, when I get really drunk, I just don't finish. So, <laughs> Yeah, but you don't finish anything. That's just it. At least with me. like I like Alcohol for me is like an ending. Like If I'm going to have a drink, it's usually because it's the end of the night. And it's like, okay, my day is done. And now I can have a drink. As opposed to like... Day drinking is tough for me because it makes me want to just say fuck it to the rest of the day. Just got to practice. You got to you know, <gasps> be like, okay, I've had a couple day drinks. Now to get, I've loosened up on with the day. On with the day. <laughs> but not driving. We don't encourage drinking and driving right, here. Right. Exactly. And drinking responsibly. Yes. That's- of course. Do you have like alcohol sponsors or something? Is that what? I sure do. Ah, <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. 
I sure do have alcohol. That's sponsor. why you're pushing the alcohol so hard. No, <laughs> that's just me. Like, come on, we've been to like, parties uh, together, and I'm like, like, I'm just an alcoholic. That's what this. I is. don't go to meetings. <laughs> do not go to meetings. Alcoholics give up. Right, they're quitters. Yeah, they are quitters. I agree with that statement. I, that's why I'll never say like, oh, I quit drinking alcohol because like, I still love alcohol. I just know that I I uh, respond better to situations when I'm not drinking uh, and I perform better. So I just, yeah. I feel like saying you quit alcohol is like saying I retired from porn. Yeah, no, you don't do it. Right. You don't you, say it because it's always going to come back into your life some way. Exactly. Like almost everyone is like, I've retired for porn six months a year later. Like, come I right thought, back. Yeah, I thought you retired. Yeah. Oh, I thought you quit drinking too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I see it all the time. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, it's hard because I'm trying to. I have a very type A personality. We were talking about this earlier. I like to run situations and I'm, I'm, I've just reread The Four Agreements. Have you read The Four Agreements? I have not. Oh my God, so good. It's a very short read. You'll read it in a day. It's uh, like... What's it about? A couple hundred pages. So it's a book called The Four Agreements that basically stops you from having the the negative thoughts. Um, Like basically undomesticating you and like all the thoughts the ring the things that make us go i'm not worthy i'm not right like uh like the things that the society has said about sex and instead of thinking that thinking that oh my god everyone's looking at me like i'm this awful person like no everyone's looking at me like i'm a great person because i am a great person and just getting those negative connotations out of your own brain and making it to where you, I don't know, I guess just have more confidence in everything and kind of create your own destiny. I so, did that. Yeah. So I just reread that book lately, uh, recently. I don't know. I can't make this thing stay up. I'm like, I want it to be here. Uh, <laughs> uh, the microphone is like a limp dick to me right now. And I'm just like playing with its balls. And uh, it's I like, love that I you are told. it hard. I totally love that you are totally comedian. What they can't see. Can they see this? Is no, no, no. We're oh. just, we just did stills. Okay. I was like, that would be awesome. Oh, I know, just better. Yeah, it's better. I wanted to be able to see you. That was my first thing, as I was trying to see you, <laughs> and then I had all problems from there. I don't know what I was talking about any longer either. Oh, we were talking about thought. the book. The oh, four, right. The four somethings. The four agreements. And by the way, thank you for assuming I can read. I appreciate that. See, I don't really read books either. I will tell you. Oh no, I meant scary. literate. That I, you, you assumed I was literate. I'm, I'm thankful for that. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, but no, I don't really read books. I should read more books. I only read like books I think are going to make me more money. That's the type of books I read. Hey, I'm right there with you. Like, <laughs> seriously, all those books on the wall are my roommates, except for the comic books. Oh and- yeah. And like the nonfiction stuff. See, but people collect books and they're like, look how smart I am. I've read all these books. I'm like, all you have done, I don't know. I just, books aren't that impressive to me is all I'm going to say. But sometimes they have good meaning to them. And so that's like the four agreements I push on to everybody. So I think everyone should be more in love with themselves. See, I'm, I don't feel I need to be more in love with myself. <laughs> I, I just honestly don't give a fuck about other people's opinions. Well, that's like, good. Then you're already there. Then you're Because what, what it boils down to is if... I don't know you and I don't know your personal experiences. I don't know your background. Why right. the fuck should I value your opinion? Right. When some random person on the internet says something fucking horrible, I don't know you. Right. I don't know if you're a scholar or you're fucking 
inbred and can barely write your own name. Right. I don't fucking know. So why should I value your opinion? Right. Give me facts. Give me reasons to value your opinion. Right. I get that. Now, it definitely could hurt if someone I know, trust, and value their opinion says something that's like, ooh, oh shit, right. I, I fucked up there. Right. Yeah. I hear you. You have to experience it with just random fucking people coming at you at, on the internet. Oh, yeah. Oh, people are outrageous on the internet. It's it's a scary place. I honestly, if I didn't have to have social media, I would not have social media. And the moment I am a big enough household name that I don't have to have it anymore, you can damn sure bet it's fucking slipping away. No, when you're that <laughs> Or at least let somebody run it. Exactly. Yeah, that's fine. I can still have it as long as I'm not the one fucking posting and caring and reading. And that's exhausting. Oh, I, I can only imagine for you. Yeah. It's exhausting for me sometimes. I don't read the inboxes, though. I don't, I don't read DMs. No, And you I don't shouldn't. follow fans because that way they can sneak into my DMs that I would actually read. And I'm like, no, I don't follow fans because you're going to get creepy. And I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to do it. Yeah. And the minute you follow them and then... They, they think it, they're, they're like in. Yeah, they but, think they have a relationship with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. I totally get that. You got to have that yeah. boundary. 100%. 100%. But... I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know where we were going with that. With tangent, tangent. New subject. Let's make new. a new subject. Well, actually, well, I'll circle back around with everyone coming at you. I know plenty of performers that it does get them down when people talk shit, like people they don't know. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It, I know people like that, too. And I think we all know them. But uh, I'm not one of them. I just kind of like, if you make a negative con- comment, honestly, I will remove it and I'll block you. So I don't even fight back with them. I used to fight back and then I started wondering like I was getting so upset and it was like ruining my day and I was like festering on it, you know? And like all day long I was like, ooh, this is what I'm gonna say to them when they respond back, you know? And like I planned like, I was like so angry for hours upon hours with a complete stranger whose opinion, you're right, meant absolutely nothing to me. Right. But for some reason I was defending my honor in some way. I don't fucking know. Well, it's just basic human nature to be like, once you're attacked, you're like- Fight back. Right, it's fight or flight. Either I'm gonna run away from this or I'm gonna fight back. Right, and now I learned that it's just better just to fucking walk away from it's not even worth my time yeah because what does it accomplish nothing absolutely nothing you're not changing anyone's opinion especially when you're arguing like that over one half the time yeah who knows if they're even expressing an honest opinion or they're Mm -hmm. just trying to get a rise out of you Mm -hmm. because they're fucking bored in their mom's basement or wherever the fuck wherever the fuck they are and they're like they're like oh my god she responded to me right yeah yeah one of my buddies not with an adult performer but forever and a day ago as his pinned tweet was he got little john to respond to him on something he trolled him on oh shit he, and it was like his award-winning moment yeah yeah he i think he said like i loved you on on a boat and it was t-pain obviously and you know at him from little john that was t-pain motherfucker like got it just to piss him off just to have something yeah he didn't just to get a care. reaction yeah he's like look what i did yeah that's so ridiculous and there has to be Thousands, if not millions of people trying to obtain the, the exact same goal. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's the the ones that go like super religious on me that it's like, oh, I really want to like lay into them, but I'm like, whatever. They're the craziest. So I'm just like, let them lie. Well, let yeah, of lie. course they're the craziest. Yeah. They're the people who believe in an invisible <laughs> man in the sky will punish them if they don't do what ancient humans wrote right. down. <laughs> right. Uh, what? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No. It makes Well, no, it makes perfect fucking sense for back in the day. Right. Back in the day when violence was much more prevalent, 
Yeah, having societal rules that the invisible parent figure <laughs> will fuck you up if you don't follow these rules right. is a great way to save society. Right. Hey, don't eat that pig. It'll kill you. Right. Don't fuck your neighbor's wife. He'll kill you over that. Don't steal from him. He'll kill you. That's <laughs> so true. We can't band together against fucking lions if we're killing each other. Right. Makes perfect sense for back in the day. These days... Don't make any fucking sense. Yeah. It's 20 fucking 18. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's get new rules, guys. New rules. I don't know what those new rules should be. I don't know. Let's talk about them, though. I'm down to, like, make it some decisions. All right. Well, you're... I feel like I'm a really good decision maker. Now, I think from the outside looking in, people would look at my life and go, that's not true. Uh, but... <laughs> no, it's 100% true. Because you made decisions. You saw, yeah. you saw them through. You went through the tough times to yeah. make them happen. Yeah. And I'm very happy. I think that's what a lot of people like let slip out just because they live like, you know, this quote unquote, like normal life. And then you go, yeah, are you happy? And they're like, no, I'm fucking miserable. I'm like, okay, well, I live a completely insane looking life from the outside, but I am so happy. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, the problem is a lot of people just do what society tells them it tells them yeah. what the religious leaders tell them what their parents tell them right they don't give it any thought to why should i do this well you should have a steady job pump out 2.5 children and have <laughs> yeah. a white picket fence yeah. and you should do that because that's what i did yeah <laughs> yeah didn't necessarily make me happy but this is how i live life yeah. so this is how you should live i'm life. not happy with it but you should do it too because we all did it we all did it <laughs> we all did it and it will make you happy nothing is more satisfying than children right yeah i don't know a whole lot of happy parents (laughs) one of my friends posted something on facebook today where it was like some mother screaming about single women in disney world like disney world shouldn't allow single women these these thoughts these thoughts are walking around and you know they're backing up lines while i try to take my kid on vacation and it just looked like a rant of a woman who was really unhappy that she bred yeah real unhappy Jesus Christ, woman. Keep out the single people. If they haven't made a baby, they shouldn't enjoy rides. Like, what is that? Who says that? This crazy a crazy bitch. person. This crazy bitch. Yeah. This crazy bitch was like, my son wanted a pretzel, but the line was too long. This is for you. I can't do it. Okay. I'm like two sips. I'm like, oh, I can't. Oh, no. You're giving me more I booze. Know, I, know, I know. Oh, no. It's for you. It's for you. Good timing. I didn't even refill my glass yet. Perfect. And you just got tested, so you don't even have cooties. Well, we don't know yet. I got tested today. Let's find out tomorrow. Well, you had four, you got tested 14 <laughs> days ago. So That's true. I did get tested 14 days ago. <laughs> I, I, I'm old school. I'll take a 28-day test okay, on drinks. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I missed 28-day tests. I mean, I don't really miss them because I, I think it's better to have the 14, but I do kind of miss it. You miss not getting pricked with needles? Yeah. Have extra time a month? Yeah. Yeah. And paying for it. Yeah. That's a tax deduction. Yeah, it is a tax deduction. I do write it off. It's fine. Yeah. You have to. You have to write off every fucking thing. Yeah. Although I don't write off everything. My tax guy get a little mad at me because I had so many like, but I get my nails done every 10 days. I get my hair done on a regular basis. Like I'm like, I'm that girl. I get spray tans a, a couple times a week. Like I maintenance a lot. And my tax guy was like, it's a bit much. She was like, I can see how a little bit of this. He was like, but we need to take some of these out of here. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh no, I'd be like, bring on the audit. <laughs> bring on the fucking audit. I really do all of these things for my career. I really do. Right. You 100%. And I'm sure 
there'd be multiple directors be like, oh yeah, we definitely hire her because she comes on right, point. Right, right. Everyone, like, I work out, like, take off my gym membership. I get my nails done all the time. Take that off. My spray tan, take it off. My hair, take it off. <coughs> Let's do it. Makeup. Oh, I spend so much money on makeup. Makeup artist. Yeah. Oof. I spent like $700 just getting ready for the awards the other night. It's crazy. And it's not even an award you were up for. No, not even an award I'm up for. I was just presenting. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And presenting's not a paid gig. It's not a paid gig. No, but it did. I did meet some people and I talked to the guy who runs AVN. So he's going to try to make get something happen to where I can at least do some presenting or hosting at AVN this year. So that got a little something. Yeah. You should that just be the comedian host. That's what I said to him. I basically kind of was like, hey, you should kind of talk to me. I'm like, I've got seven years of comedy under my belt. Like, I can do this shit. No shade to Ari Spears, but it wasn't the funniest. I'm just saying, why wouldn't you have somebody who's in both industries? You want a comic, but I work in porn. So, like, let's do this. What are we? I don't know what we're waiting for. I don't know either. I think it's going to happen. If not this year's AVN, next year. For sure. Yeah, let's... 2020. It, 2020 at least. Yeah, let's do it 2020. 2020 okay. will be a mad, crazy year of change. Yeah, I feel like it is going to be a crazy year of change. In a great way, though. I hope so. Yeah, I have very positive outlook on the future. I have to renew my passport in 2020, so I have a positive oh. outlook. I have a positive outlook either way. Either I will bail the country. and. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you might want to get out. Shit. Oh my God, I was looking, uh, I was on set yesterday with um, Marcus London and he is going to Bali uh, next week and he was online and he was like looking at these hotels and it's so cheap there and it's so beautiful and I'm like, could I, can I, I could live in there, right? I could live there and work and do what I do, maybe not as often though. It would be hard. You'd have to. You'd either There's have probably to. Probably no production companies there, right? You'd have to start your own. Yeah. Or, you'd have to transition into the into the cam side of things and just cam. Oh God, I would hate that so much. Yeah. Paradise tough. and camming. Or- I know. Ooh, and it would be so cheap to live there. You wouldn't even have to cam that often, you know. Well, actually, what the mm. the trick is, in my opinion, because I just I just came back from Colombia yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that is also a super cheap place to live with. Very Where? Columbia. Oh, I was yeah. in Bogota. Mm. Beautiful women everywhere. Just yeah. Like, oh. like I don't need that kind of competition. I'm well, just kidding. But I'm here's just the kidding. thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Prostitution is legal in Bogota or in mm. Colombia, so you could very easily transition yeah. prostitutes into cam girls and just run your own cam house and not even have to be on camera. Mm. Oh, that's a good thought. You can rent a house. A huge house for a couple hundred a month. Jesus, that's so crazy. Because I'm like, so prostitution's <clears throat> legal here. I could probably round up a bunch of really cute prostitutes and get them American cam money. Yeah. Hey, girls, you don't have to fuck anybody. Right. And you make American money. Yeah. Cause, Which is a lot to yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, the median income in Bogota <laughs> is three eighty-seven U.S. a month. Jesus, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, uh, they would be millionaires by their standards. Well, like the legal prostitutes charge like 15 US for 15 minutes. Oh, man. So you, even if you gave them 50% of what their cam revenue is and yeah. kept 50% for the house, they would be mad ballers. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Why aren't you doing this? 
Because I just got back. And I'm. You're like, well, your wheels are turning now, though, aren't oh, they? Oh, my wheels were turning while I was in country. I'm like, yeah. Okay, so how do. Why do you yeah. think I know the prices of fucking real estate down there? I'm like, so how do I make this happen? Right, right. Fuck LA. I'm yeah. Gonna- I'm kind of thinking fuck LA. I don't know. If I didn't do so much comedy here, I would say fuck LA. And I'd just go back to Vegas and get a bomb ass house, you know, for fucking 1500 Just so great. Yeah, I know, but then you gotta live in Vegas. I know, then you gotta live in Vegas. That's the fucking problem, man. Arr. So tough. I love LA. I do. I love LA. And I hate Vegas. Yeah, well, oh I don't God. hate Vegas, but I'm not I'm far from in love with it. Oh, I'm like distantly distant. Dis- the only thing I love about Vegas is the fact that you can get a bomb ass house for fucking fifteen hundred dollars a month. That's the only nice thing about Vegas. And the twenty four hour everything. I, I do dig the 24 hour. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not a 24 hour person. Well, you're a comedian. You get off stage at two, three o'clock in the morning. You can. Oh, those nights, I hate my life. Like, I hate doing late shows. I usually don't do late shows because I hate it so much. Like, usually my last show is a 10 o'clock show where I'm in bed by midnight. I'm such a pussy. Uh, but I like to wake up early. I wake up at like 6, 6 30. See, you, you, those road shows, you're going to have to start doing late night. <sighs> not my style. We'll oh. see. When you get to the point where you're selling two shows a night, you got to do a late show. Yeah, but then you do a, a you know an eight o'clock show and a ten o'clock show. And that's well, yeah, fine. But by the time you're host, your opener, and you get on, you're getting out of there. Yeah, midnight. Midnight. Yeah. Then you got to eat. Yeah. I will have eaten between shows. Like I got a green room, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Duh. Speaking of you going on the road, you got any road gigs coming up? Oh. I don't even have any travel coming up, which is insane for me because I'm usually like in like three different cities a month. I know. Every month. And I don't have any plane tickets to anywhere at all right now. Which Dude, is, you can slide into the DMs just for plane tickets. Yeah, plane tickets I'm down for. But I mean, you got to pay me when I get there too. So. Or just not be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just give me the plane ticket and then I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I don't I have nothing. It's so crazy. I'm just here in L.A. until, I don't know, I guess Thanksgiving. I'm going to go home for Thanksgiving. Back to KC? Yeah, I'm going to, I told my mom I would help her cook this year. Uh, I'm 34, I'll be 35 in March, and I have never helped cook. I've always just shown up for the holidays, mainly because I've lived away, like I've lived out of state since I was right out of high school. So it's always like, like, I just show up to dinner, and I'm like, hey, I'm here. But I'm like, I should probably do, like, the good daughter thing and, like, help in the kitchen, fi- like, figure out recipes and what she's doing in there, you know. No, nah, just fuck shit up so bad that she's like, get out of the kitchen. No, but I do love to cook. I'm a oh. good cook, and oh, okay. I like doing it. So I figure we should do some mother-daughter bonding, because we're not, we don't have the best relationship, because she loves Jesus, and I love sex and money. So... Uh, <laughs> and that's fucked up because Jesus loved prostitutes. He did. Right. Yeah. So, but she does not love what I do. So, our relationship's a little strained. So, I'm like, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the good daughter and I'm going to help her cook and be a good kid. Do you have a plan B if shit goes sideways? Um, I'm going to meditate really hard that day and I'm going to try my hardest to be a really good person. Um, and then. I'll have my car there. Well, not my car. I don't have my car in Kansas City, but my dad's girlfriend always gives me her car. So I'll have a car to exit. So you'll have an escape route. It works from stores. Yeah. Cool. Always have an escape route. Always know your exits. 
kids always knew your exits. One hundred percent. My best friend and Zay and I say that to each other all the time. We're like, "All right, have a good night. Um, be safe. Know your exits." <laughs> Just in case shit goes down. Right, like shit can go down. Oh, especially with family, especially with Jesus loving family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're a rough. better person than me. I wouldn't put myself through it. Yeah, but you know, I haven't been in her home in probably three years. Um, so this will be a big step of me, like me, like coming back to their house. So it's like pretty big deal. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hey, if you come back like all conservative dressed and oh, loving God. Jesus, I'll you be like, that's not gonna happen. they fucking brainwashed her <laughs> or they body snatched her or some yeah, shit. Body snatch. That's the only thing that's going to happen. Yeah, that will not happen. Sylvia? So yeah. is that you? No. no, I tell my mom all the time. I'm like, I'm just not afraid of the same things you're afraid of. Like, I get it. Like, what I tell her all the time, whatever makes her happy. And she kind of feels the same way with me. But I'm like, I'm not scared of the same things you're scared of. Like, I don't have this fear, you know? Like, she's like, I just, I know I won't be with you in the afterlife. I'm like, but I'm here now, bitch. Like, let's hang out now. <laughs> hey, guess what? What if you're wrong and there's just nothing after yeah, this? What? Yeah. This is the whole show. You're going to spend the whole fucking show upset at somebody? Right. <laughs> for hopes that maybe they'll turn around and we'll have eternity together. Right. Or what if we just have fucking nothing? Right. Right. Yeah. You don't know. None of us know. So who fucking cares? I would plan for nothing because I could be pleasantly surprised. I'd just be wrong. Right. Yeah. You yeah. could be wrong and fucked. Right. Well, you fucked this life. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. she's preparing for the afterlife is what she's doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you spend your whole life planning for something that you <laughs> have don't. no idea that no exists. Per, no idea. No guarantees. <laughs> right. <laughs> What are you doing? Like, this is tangible. This is here. Right. It's so true. I don't know. I don't know what's crazy, though, because people think I'm crazy. So I'm like, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's normal anymore. I feel so normal, but I know no one else views me as that. So I'm like, who fucking knows? That's why I'm just like. Who cares? Let everybody live their best fucking lives. Who cares? (laughs) Who cares about normal? Who cares? Right. This goes right back to who gives a fuck about judgment about people you don't know or know their backgrounds. Right. Or value their opinion. Who cares? True Who that. fucking cares? True that. I mean, sometimes I know you got to put on the, the mask and, yeah, Mr. Banker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on the, yeah, yeah, the smile nod. and Yeah, me trying to get an apartment from someone. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a comedian. Uh-huh. You want what? <laughs> like, these people today were like, oh, we need your 2017 tax returns. And I called my tax attorney and he's like, it is not going to look like what they want it to look like. He's like, it's not going to show. Because my corporation just started in 2017. They want my 2017 tax returns. And it's like, he's like, unless they take your, I don't know, something to loss, pay, something, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Income to loss ratio. Is that what it is? Okay. Well, and. I don't fucking know terms. Like, I literally, I, I just want to take, I just want to go here this is what i i'm better with bank statements because well bank you should be able to do that you should be able to be like i'm self-employed right here's my bank history right that's what i want to do that's what i did for my last apartment they just took a year of my bank statements and they're like okay you're good and i'm like yeah thank you yeah no. la is like the that is one of the only good things about running in la is they'll do that in most places yeah they know everyone's on gigs and fucking yeah yeah i'm like why do you need fucking all this and they need a lot but it's i mean whatever I don't want to live in a crap hole either. So take what you can get. And maybe just win $2 billion today. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't buy a lottery ticket. You got time after the show. Do I? Okay. I went and bought mine. I need to do that. 
What would you do with $2 billion? So many things. Um, first off, I would take my family on a trip somewhere awesome. Uh, I would buy a home here in Los Angeles. I would buy a home in New York. Uh, and I would go and travel the world because I've never been anywhere really, to be honest with you. Like I've been to Mexico, but Mexico is the only stamp on my passport. So that is so fucking depressing. It's very depressing. So I would go travel the fucking world. And then I, when I came back, I would probably open up some homeless shelters and try to see what I could do for the homeless population. Yeah. Quite a bit with that kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to take it. I'm going to travel the world first and I'm going to travel in fucking high class just so you know homeless people. I'm going to go see the shit first before I help you. Lump sum or 20 year payout? Mm, I'll fuck it. I'll take a 20 year payout. It's not like I'm going to be hurting for money. Yeah. You know? The pe- like the people who would lump sum it at $2 billion is a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, because you lose 49% of it oh, when you lump sum. That's awful. You get paid 51 fucking percent. Like, yeah. you gave away a billion dollars because yeah, you wanted crazy. it now. It's crazy. Yeah, because you can't live off 100 million a year. Because that's what a 20 year payout that's is. crazy. 100 million a year for 20 years. Yeah, I could do a lot of help for homeless. Because I'm not going to spend all that. Trips around the world are not that expensive. No, not at all. And I'm not that bougie, so I mean, I'm mean, bougie. I'm fucking bougie. Don't get me wrong. You might end up being that bougie when you got that yeah, kind of scratch. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Just boys in golden thongs serving you grapes. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know how boy. I don't know how. I would like to think I'd still remain pretty humble, but I look at where I used to be to where I am, and I spend excessively more money being bougier and bougier. <laughs> so the more money I get, the more I'm spending. That's for sure. Yeah. When money absolutely <laughs> is no object. Cause when you have that kind of money yeah. and zero responsibility, like you don't have kids, you don't have a spouse, yeah. you don't have a business you're responsible to. Like, you know, most people that are billionaires have publicly traded businesses right. that if they do something crazy, mm-hmm. you know, their stock's going to fucking plummet. Elon Musk took right. one fucking hit of marijuana on fucking Joe Rogan and Tesla's stock went down 9%. That's insane. So you'd just be unattached billionaire. Like, yeah. just do whatever the fuck you want. That's insane. I'd be dead within six months. You think? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, just, literally, I would probably hire someone to be my bodyguard to protect me from myself. Protect you from your, yeah, from your own evil doing. See, I don't even think I would do like... Cause I'm not into like I mean I'm huge into weed, but I'm not like into drugs. Oh, I'm not the, into know? drugs so either, like, and I really don't drink to excess. But I would just be like, oh yeah. Let's. I'd probably be sometimes healthier because you'd have a chef and you'd have a personal trainer. Like I would anyway. Oh no, I would too. But it'd be like, fuck it, let's go to Everest. Let's try to climb Everest. Oh god, no, I wouldn't do that. You would do that? Why the fuck not? Got nothing but time to train for it. Because it sounds cold and fucking miserable see that's where we differ i'm like i'll be at the five-star hotel waiting for you oh no i would pay a lot of people to carry me up basically <laughs> i'd be like the fat guy on like you know the four dudes I, I don't know what that's called like you're thinking like roman times where like the emperor's oh, on oh i know the, what you're talking about but i don't know what the fuck it's called but yeah like the four dudes carrying yeah. him through the square i'd yeah. be that guy up everest yeah that's a dick move yeah and like a little heated Bubble. Yeah, like a little heated bubble. Yeah. Carry me up, Sherpas. <laughs> Carry me up. That's what they're called too, isn't it? Yeah. Sherpas, yeah. 
Well, I know some things. Uh, I barely know anything. I think I only know that because of the movie. That movie Everest, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know if I'd actually climb Everest, but it, it's just like uh, when I have infinite money, what else the fuck am I going to do? I would buy I would buy homes all over the fucking world. Yeah. But like, even if I'm only going to use them a couple times a year or a couple times every couple of years, whenever any of my friends want to try, I'll be like, use my place in Tokyo. Right. Just use it. Right. Just, yeah. Yeah. Do you think you would take a lot of people with you in your journey of being a billionaire? Yeah, I would take some people with me, but then it becomes, who do you trust? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know I would probably take a few people with me. I don't know if I would take people with, I would take one person with me. I'd take my best friend with me. Um, But then everybody else, I would just like, hey, I'm going to, can you come to Paris or whatever? Like, I'll buy your plane ticket, you know, or whatever. Put you up. Yeah, one-offs. Yeah, like little things like that. Like you come out and all expenses paid trip, you know, but I'm not like, you're not going on every trip. You're not so becoming you know. my entourage. Right. I don't need an entourage. Yeah. Any of my close female friends, like before I revealed that I want to be like, hey, we need to have a talk. Have you ever had any romantic feelings for me? <laughs> and when they're like, no, we're friends. I'm like, good. Okay. <laughs> I, I need to know that now. Right. By the way, I'm, I'm a billionaire. Right. Because <laughs> you never know. Money changes everything. Like It does change everything. All of a sudden, my close female friends are like, hey. Yeah. Wait a minute. When I was broke, there was no hey. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're going to establish this and figure it out before right. I reveal to you that I am filthy, filthy fucking rich. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Money does change everything. Trust me. I think everyone knows that. It, <laughs> yeah. That was part of the surreal part about being in Colombia is like. I brought like 700 US down there with me. But that's, and you were like a millionaire. I'm walking around with the average person's two month salary as just spending money. Yeah. It was just crazy just yeah. being like, oh yeah, fine dining every night for $20 a head. So crazy. Fat, fat ribeyes and wine, all sorts of shit. Just, okay, cool. Yeah, see, I need to start traveling, but I don't have anybody to go with me. And like, I, my like my girlfriend, she's big on like going on trips by herself. And I've even like said to her, like, take me with you sometime. But I don't even think she wants people to go with her because she's like, yeah, maybe. But she's like, no, bitch, I like to travel alone. Like, I don't even want to travel with you. Like, cause, but like I said, she's also like a hostile person, and I'm like, I won't, I can't. So why don't you travel by yourself? I like I travel like within the U.S. by myself. I just. I wouldn't feel comfortable traveling outside of the country by myself for the first time, at least. Well, go someplace that's easy, like Australia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be so good at Australia. Oh, I would might not come home, though, would be my problem. Don't make it come home. They don't like taking people in. I would marry somebody, though. That would be the problem. Would it really be a problem? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Well, pornography is illegal down there. Illegal? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's weird. Prostitution's legal. Pornography is illegal. Really? Yeah. That's fucked up. I'm cool with prostitution being legal. Yeah, I'm cool with that too. But why is porn illegal? I don't know. That's interesting. Actually, let us consult the internet. Oh, Google. Yeah, why is porn illegal? <laughs> I wrote why is porn in Google auto-completed it with addictive. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, okie dokie. That's true too. <laughs> okay. All states actually go further than the Commonwealth law requires and ban the sales of X. 18 plus rated material, though possessing it after ordering it from elsewhere is legal, except parts of the Northern Territory. Okay, it's weird. It's illegal, but porn, like porn video stores still exist down there, even though it's technically illegal. Got it. They're probably just not making porn. Oh, they're definitely not making porn. Yeah. 
But on the custom sheet coming into Australia, it's like, you cannot have pornography. Oh, really? Yeah, it's on the custom sheet. How funny. Yeah, that was part of the reason I almost didn't get into Australia. Oh, that's crazy. Well, customs went through my phone and found pictures from a party like a night before of like two performers eating each other out like at the party. It just was happening. You know, you know how the parties happen. Yeah, totally. And it's just like, uh, my friends like to party. The, that's that was candid. That was not. That's not porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, fun. Fun. <laughs> Being asked if I had been ever in trouble with the law like three or four times during the interview. Oh shit. Yeah, because felons aren't allowed into Australia either. Mm, got it. I'm not a felon. Just misdemeanors. Yeah, those are fine. Misdemeanors are free. That's good. That's good. <clears throat> But yeah, you can go to Australia by yourself. I did. Yeah. They, I could probably do Australia. They love Americans down there. Oh, yeah. For sure. Especially Australian girls love American dudes for some reason. Like, girls were just buying me drinks. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. This fucking place is so fucking expensive because Australia is insanely oh, expensive. Oh, really? That sucks. See, that's the problem. Like, Is it like more than LA? Yeah. Oh, really? You're looking at... So when I was down there, it was like 75, 80 cents to the US dollar. Hmm. And it was like eighteen, nineteen dollars a drink. Mm, that's wow. how I judge. That's how I judge cost anywhere I go. It's like, right. so how much is it for a drink here? Right, right, right. That's crazy. Yeah, I went out for breakfast one morning. It was like bacon, eggs, toast, twenty bucks. For wow, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. They gotta import everything. Yeah, why? They're an island. Yeah, but do they not have farmland? They have some. You gotta remember. The entire continent of Australia, like the country, the continent, has less population than California. Okay. 20 million people. That's it. Yeah. That's crazy. Huh. Like everyone's on the coast, like the center part of the country. There's nothing. No one's there. Hmm. Just things that'll kill you. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Well, now I really want to go. But yeah, to get the really bang for your buck, you got to go to places where people don't speak English. Mm. Or South Africa. Yeah, that's true. And South Africa's fun, but a little shady. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what terrifies me. Like, I'm just, I don't know, I'm small. You know, I feel like I could be overpowered and, like, killed very easily. Yeah, sold into white slavery. Right, not exactly. Good. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. Places like Australia, you'll be fine. Okay. All right. But that's, like, super expensive. But that's okay, because I have some friends who live there. So I could, like, stay with them. I just have to fly. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Only a, like, 16-hour flight. Ugh, sounds so awful. I've never been on a plane that long, either. Now, first class on that is well worth it. With the yeah. bed seats and... Yeah. I would fly first class. I don't think I could do it any other way than first class. The problem is it's, like, a $10,000 flight to do that in first class. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, looks like I won't be flying to Australia anytime soon. <laughs> or slide into those DMs and buy our yeah. first class ticket to Australia. Yeah, if you want me to come to Australia, as long as you fly me first class, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I got lucky on the way down there. I got I had freaking flyer miles at the time and I got bumped up to first class for free. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, and the hilarious part is the the head porter stewardess. I don't know what the fuck her title is. Kept apologizing to me. He's like, "I'm sorry. The only seat we had was next to the bathroom." I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? My original seat was next to a couple with a baby. Oh, God. You're like, I'll take the shitter. I'm oh, fine. No. I'm going to drink a lot. I like being right next to the bathroom. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to get up and piss. Like, right. Yeah, it's true. This works great for me. Yeah. 
Because you're telling me I have 16-hour open bar in a bed that at a push of a button? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting fucked up. Yeah, that's true. I would get really fucked up also. That way you could also just like knock yourself out and sleep, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that definitely, definitely happened. Yeah. I would probably drink for like six hours and then sleep for the rest. <laughs> well, and when you're sitting in business class like that, they start off with champagne when you get on while other right, people are boarding. Right, right, right. I made the mistake on the way to Japan of drinking like six mimosas before takeoff. Oh, shit. And then stuck with mimosas for some reason. Oh. And about halfway through the flight, I'm like, so much acid. No, I'm going to yeah. fucking die. No, I can't even imagine. It was such a dumb plan. How long is the flight to Tokyo? 12 hours. Oh, fuck. And you're just in misery. It eventually got better, but it, for a good couple hours, I was just like, why did I do this to myself? Yeah. Why? Why would I do that? With mimosas, I'm like one, maybe two max. That's it. I can't do sweet stuff, though. So that's my thing. Well, my <laughs> mind was like, they gave me this when I came on. Why am I going to mix liquors? Yeah. Don't mix liquors. That's how you get fucked up. And then not thinking about... Oh, yeah, I'm drinking a lot of orange juice. You fucked yourself the other way. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would have been fine, like, two mimosas. Okay, back to whiskey. Been fine. (laughs) Not the case. We got to get you to Australia. You can always go to the UK. You'd be fine in London. Um, Yeah, I could do London. And I actually have um, friends in London. My PR company is in London. So I do need to get out there. Uh, I was supposed to be doing that in September. It did not happen. So... I've got some people that are dropping balls, so. And not in the good ball way. Drappers. I know. No, not in the good Damn way. Ball drappers. What the fuck? I know. It's going to happen, though. I'm, I'm convinced. You can always go. Very to, soon. You can always go to Canada, too. Uh, I don't know, because I have a DUI on my record. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't think I can go to Canada for another three years. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that kid. That is so fucking lame. I know, I know. It's that suck. DUIs, man. Don't get them. Drink responsibly. Yeah. Drink responsibly. And don't drink whiskey and drive. Because that was what my problem was. He could smell my whiskey on my breath. Is this water? Uh, yes. Actually, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a prop. Yeah, that is water. But water is what I wanted, so it's good. Yeah, no, it was not tequila. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a prop for the picture. I got right. you. I got you. I, I thought about it for a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, it started as tequila. I got you. Yeah. But legitimately a tequila bottle. And I do love tequila, though. I like that bottle, too. It's Ghost nice. tequila is great stuff. Yeah. I'm just out of it. See? Sponsors. He needs more. Right? So he's telling you. Send me more. The audience has been hearing this for a while because I've been out for a Oh, it's your hat. Your hat's cute too. You're really repping it. He's really repping you guys, just so you know. Pushing it. Oh, I know. And hell, I just had a a listener hit me up on the website. He's like, I'm coming to LA for the first time. I don't know where to go. Matt, can you give me suggestions on where to drink, where to eat, and where can I buy a bottle of Ghost Tequila? Oh, nice. I'm like, I got you, man. I got you. That's awesome. Even though it was all West Side stuff, so I had to be like, oh, what do I like on the West Side? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't really know. I don't go out there enough. I barely go to the beach. It's so sad. I know. Well, so sad that we live in LA and I've like been to the beach when people come to visit. Like that's it. Yeah, me too. The way I look at the West Side is like <laughs> it might as well be a different state. Like if I matched with a girl on Bumble so, or some shit oh, that lived on the West Side, I'd no, be like, like no, it's a long distance relationship. It is not gonna work. 
I actually did when I first moved here. I lived downtown and I dated a guy who lived in Santa Monica. And it was like such even downtown of Santa Monica. It was like, this is not worth it. I don't like you enough. I don't like you enough to be in an hour and a half traffic to see you. No, we're done. You need to be within a three mile radius of my fucking apartment. Right. (laughs) And then you can be a booty call. And that is where we're going to draw the line. Right. You need to be like walking distance from my place and my favorite bar. (laughs) Right. No more set. Yeah. All we need. Mm -hmm. Where's your favorite bar around here? Uh, I've been drinking at the Elbow Room recently. Shout out to the Elbow Room. Never heard of it. It's over on Coanga. Okay. It's a nice little bar. Okay. Some of the staff from Loaded, which used to be my watering hole, worked there. Loaded? At, yep. Mm. Which used to be a awesome divey metal bar over on Hollywood Boulevard. Sounds like it. I love it. But it is now Scum and Villainy Cantina, mm. the Star Wars themed bar. No idea. I'm not a Star Wars person. My yeah. roommate would love it, though. Loaded was so great. Fucking so many good shows there. Just fun people watching, fun people. But Took it all away from you. Nope. They wanted to be scum and villainy, a Star Wars bar. Damn it. Which was amusing when it first opened because people would show up in costume and shit. Oh, really? Not anymore, though. It's been open for like two years now. So oh, it's lost its allure. People are just, well, because when it first opened, it was only supposed to be a pop-up and we were hoping oh. that Loaded might come back. Yeah. And it was like. And it never left. And it was invite. I don't know if it was invite, invite or, only? or reservation only, but you couldn't just walk in. Oh, wow. So people made a fucking night of it. Like they you know, came in costumes. Right, and, right, 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 right. And because it was when I first opened, it was still the same loaded staff. I just walked in. They're like, hey, what's up, man? Just come on in. I'm dressed, surrounded by Star Wars nerds dressed in costume. And I'm right. like, heavy metal t-shirt jeans. Like, hey. <laughs> and the drink prices went up significantly. Cause yeah, of course they did. I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking here. Yeah. I'll say hi to my friends, but I'm going to find a new and water. I'm in done. Yeah. yeah, I get it. The West Side. I got asked advice about the West Side. It's just like, uh. Why did you just Google it? No, I mean, there's a couple spots I like. Yeah. First and foremost, though, I'm like, you're flying into LAX. You've never been to LA. Go hit Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. That's smart. Like, go hit the one on Manchester in the hood. I've actually never been to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. It's always too busy. And I'm not, a, I can't wait in lines. I'm that girl. I'm that, I'm the bougie girl who can't wait in a line. If I see a line, I'm like, not worth it. We're not. I don't need to be anywhere that bad. I don't need to be anywhere that bad to wait in a line. Man, you really do got to get more famous. So people just like part <laughs> the Red know. Sea for you. I know. It's true. I'm really working on it. If everyone here could go and follow me and tell me about and tell 10 of your friends about me, we'll be on, on our way. While you're at it, tell us how your friends about the show. <laughs> yeah. So I did Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles and I'm like, all right. Get the fuck away from LAX because there ain't shit around there. Yeah. Unless you want to hang out in hotel bars. And get stabbed. Depending on which direction you go, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's so dangerous down there. I'm like, go up to Venice. Yeah. Um, Honano's right off the beach is like a fun dive bar with good cheeseburgers. Nice. Cabo Cantina's across the street. If you're there on Tuesday, like at least it's good, cheap Taco I Tuesday. I like Cabo Cantino out there. Yeah. And one of my former guests is actually a bartender there. So I'm like, oh, nice. If he's working, tell him you heard him on the show. Oh, he'll he'll probably awesome. hook you up. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, and then I'm like, from there, uh, go to High at the Hotel Irwin, which is a rooftop bar at Hotel Irwin. I know Hotel Irwin, yeah. The rooftop bar there is rad. Okay, yeah. Look out on the beach, have some drinks. Yeah. And then I'm like, continue up to Santa Monica. When you hit Santa Monica, go hit Harvell's. It's a... Uh, they do comedy there occasionally. Oh, really? 
Okay. I mean, there's one in Long Beach, too. Okay, I know nice. the one in Long Beach definitely does comedy pretty often. Oh, nice. But it's technically a blues club. And then on Sunday nights, they have the Toledo show, which is a good burlesque show. Got it. Like a jazz burlesque show. Love it. I love burlesque shows. So I'm like, yeah. Good burlesque shows, anyway. Yeah. It's been years since I've seen it, but it's wild. Yeah. So I'm going to check that out. And I'm like, once you're in Venice or Santa Monica, there's so much shit to do on foot. Yeah. You'll you'll find other shit, but like, yeah. I'm like, if you Santa come. Santa Monica is very walkable. So is Venice. Yeah. Once you're by the boardwalk, it's all walkable. Yeah. If you end up further east downtown or Hollywood, I'll have a lot more suggestions. Yeah, exactly. Like, thanks for listening to the show, man. Appreciate it. Right. Check it out. Yeah. I feel like also if you come to LA, you can't just stay on the coast either. You also need to come into Hollywood. You know, like I think that's a big part of LA. It's Hollywood. Right? To me, it is. Oh. To me, that's what I think LA is, is Hollywood. You know? When was the first time you were out here? I came out here for the very first time when I was like 15. Well, I mean, as an adult. like Oh, four years ago. Four years ago was mm. your... Wow. Yeah. I thought you were out here. Okay. Nope. Four years. At least for me, when I first got out here, I got out to Hollywood. I'm like, man, this is kind of sketchy. Yeah. Was your... No, mine wasn't like that because I lived... Um, well, a little bit. Mainly, I think it was more sketchy because what I thought I was going to be able to afford. So I was like looking at like 1500 and, and less. And so I was like looking at these like really shady places. And I was like, where I come from $1,500, you can get fucking anything you want. You know, like you're a millionaire. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I've got a big budget. I'm going to find something nice. And then everything around here that's $1,500, like you're lucky if you have a fucking stove, you know, like it's nothing. It's shoe boxes. And so I was like devastated. I was like, oh, I'm like, it's not, I'm not going to be able to live the lifestyle I want to live. And then I decided that I needed to spend a little bit more money and put myself in a little bit more luxury. And I was fine, but I lived in a luxury place downtown. And I lived in the good part of downtown that was like, I walked to the gym every day. So like I saw a different part of LA when I first moved here. You're like, I only have to step over two or three homeless people to get to yeah, the gym. Yeah. Well, actually there was no homeless people on my way to the gym. Yeah. I lived like right off the 101 and third and I just walked down third and my gym was like on seventh and something. I don't remember now, but yeah, those that's still seventh and flower. I think it was really the, like the banking district. Yeah. So I saw dudes in suits. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The whole I feel like the homeless encampments have gotten a little worse down there in the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're only like once you go like fifth, like they're or, at a certain like, you know, what areas you can or temple like cross. What, if you're north of the 101, they're fucking everywhere. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you just have to be careful, like where you are as the audience in other parts of the country is like, this is real interesting, guys. <laughs> homeless encampments. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, I get I don't know. My mom had that when she came out here to visit. She like came out here and was like, this is LA is not at all what I thought it was going to be. Like she on TV saw like Beverly Hills sunset. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Wilshire sunset. Like that's what she thinks all of LA is. And she's like, it's very dirty, it's dirty here. And I'm like, yeah, but see, I guess I was just prepared for that. I don't know because I'm, Pretty Woman is like one of my favorite movies and all I just ever hear when I think of Hollywood is that guy saying, welcome to Hollywood. Like, <clears throat> as I lose my voice. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but he's like, you know, that welcome to Hollywood and he talks about like, you know, people's dreams dying and I'm like, that's what I see of Hollywood. Like, 
homeless people screaming out crazy shit, people playing music on the street corners. Like, I don't know. Hollywood's slowly changing away from that and just getting much more gentrified. I mean, we're just basically becoming Beverly Hills East. Instead of big houses, just crazy apartments. Yeah, it's true. That are crazy expensive. Yeah. Oh, like the new construction a couple blocks from here is like 4000 for a one-bedroom. That's insane. I'm like, who the fuck can afford that? What do you do for a living? Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, I'm going to drop $4,000 a month. Trust me, I'm apartment hunting, and I'm looking at these one-bedrooms, and I'm like, the, even for the, what I'm willing to pay, like, which is not a small amount of money, and it's like still, like these apartments are like crap. I'm like, what is happening? So crazy. 4000 a month in rent is Almost fifty thousand a year. At the point where I'm paying four grand a month in rent by myself, I better own a fucking home. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I better be going towards my mortgage. Right. Exactly. I can't even imagine shelling out four grand a month and it not going towards a mortgage, unless I win this billion dollars or this couple two billion dollars, whatever it is, and then maybe. <laughs> I got to go buy a fucking lottery ticket. I'm like worried time-wise because I still have to go home. I should have brought all my shit with me to not have to go home. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. (laughs) Because then I have to be in Beverly Hills. Oh, you definitely should have brought your shit down. Yeah, but I didn't think... When I looked at where your address was, it said you were only 13 minutes away. So I thought you were still on that side of the mountain. Oh, no. You've been here before. Yeah, but I didn't remember where it was. It's been a long time since I've been here. Been over a year since you've done the show. Yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't thinking about where it was, but yeah. Don't worry. We'll get you out of here in time. Okay, okay. Get you to Beverly Hills and your lobsters and your pearls and whatever else those rich people do. I know, right? I'm going to be so ready for it also. I'm hungry. I'm already (laughs) hungry. All I had was like a half of a sandwich coming here. Like, and I like stopped at the house, made a half a sandwich and ate it driving here. Starving. Literally was wolfing down food like the first thing I, I ate today as you I walked in the door. Here. I'm like, yeah, like okay. mm, shawarma. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Oh, I just saved you some. I'm sorry. No, it's totally good. I've got almonds in the car. That's going to hold me over. Getting back mm-hmm. over the mountain. Mm-hmm. At least you're right off the highway. That's really nice. Yeah. That's part of the reason I live here is just yeah. to be right off the fucking expressway. Yeah. The location is key here. I'm like literally looking at apartments as I'm sitting here like, one of those run? <laughs> Well, the one two doors over might have some vacancies. I don't know. Two nights ago, there was some guy on the roof. The helicopter's spotlight on him. No shit. They arrested him. This roof? Like uh, <clears throat> the one was one closer than that one. Oh my God. That's so crazy. I'm sitting on the couch like watching TV and like I hear the helicopter. I'm like. Did they arrest him? Oh yeah. That's so crazy. I hear the helicopter. I pull open the blinds. I'm like, oh, that spotlight's literally next door wow and i look out i'm like oh there's a guy on the roof oh man and he just once i had the spotlight i'm just like yep you got me you got me where am i gonna go and Damn. then probably 15 20 minutes it took for the squads to show up wow you'd think like it'd be like a movie what's where- going through his head in that fucking time frame man. i'm assuming he's just like i'm fucked yeah oh man I wonder what he did. Now I want to know the story. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Like, we couldn't find anything online about it. Yeah, it's so crazy. L.A. is like, okay, I'm sure it's the same way in, like, New York. But I want to say it's the one city where, like, like crazy shit can go down. Like, one night I was out doing comedy, and there um, I'd come down um, 
Highland there and they had like rerouted traffic and they had cut off like Hollywood and Highland. And then I get to the comedy place where I'm going and they we look over and there are six fucking helicopters. There's six helicopters. They've now shut down Hollywood and Highland. It turned out to be like, I don't know, someone, it was a rap concert and the rapper left and everyone thought there was a gunshot. So everyone ran out and people were like trampled, I guess. Like five people went to the hospital. I don't fucking know. But anyway, we couldn't find, like we're all searching for it. And we're like, how is it that there are six helicopters out here? It's obviously something massive going on and none of us can figure out what's going on. Like in any small town, like it would be on every news channel. Do you know what I'm saying? Like where I'm from, like everyone would know why there is a helicopter in the sky, let alone six. Like in LA is like, eh, you don't need to know. Mind your business. Do your, do your thing. Stay in your lane. <laughs> this is a regular occurrence. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like LA is the only city in America where car chases are a spectator sport. It's true. <laughs> that was another thing when my mom came down here. I lived in downtown LA and there was a car chase going on. I lived on third and there was a, a car chase going on on third and they've got the helicopters out there. And my mom's on my patio the whole time. And she's like going crazy. And she's like, are you not seeing? She's like calling her husband. She was like telling him what's going on. And she's like, are you not concerned? I'm like, no, mom, I'm not fucking concerned i'm like the helicopters are always out this is always a thing she's like this doesn't this isn't crazy to you but my mom lives in the middle of nowhere kansas like they have to drive 30 minutes to get to a gas station so for her to see all the commotion of downtown la she was like losing her mind <laughs> oh, god like i don't know she was not handling it well and then also on that same trip it's her daughter telling her she's working in porn and i smoked a joint in front of her for the first time so that was a big trip for her a lot of things happened that that. How trip. many times has Jesus said, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus. <laughs> right. She knows better than to talk about Jesus around me now uh, because I told her at one point that Jesus was not real and if he were real that I would suck his dick and that didn't go over well with her. So now she knows to not talk about Jesus in front of me. I can't. What's wrong with getting Jesus off? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying... I like powerful men. He seems powerful, you know, like I'm into it. Hey, if he's going to die for our sins, at least you can come first. Right? That's what I'm saying. God, his life looked rough. I'm trying to help him out. Help a boy out. Right? He just needs to relax. Yeah. Let go, Jesus. Come in my mouth, Jesus. Would you swallow Jesus' load? I don't know, because then I feel like I'm going to wind up pregnant. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's like a miracle baby, and I don't need any part of the baby. You know, I'm definitely spitting Can you abort? Come. Could you abort Jesus' I would. baby? I would. I don't know if you should, but I would 100%. I would abort anyone's child. I just won't. I'm not going to do it. I'm not a... I just recently booked a cream pie, and I even told them. I was like, the only way I will do a cream pie is if you're also paying for my plan B, which... I don't need to know when that's in my calendar. <laughs> I should look at that. They should present it to you on a pillow, like a mint. Like a yeah. Like, like, Here is your plan B, yeah. madam. As soon as that come happens, I'm like, and we're dead. Baby's dead. Like, that's happening immediately. Oh, that'd be super hot if in the scene, he cream pies you and stuffs the plan B in your mouth at the same time. <laughs> I would love that, actually. <laughs> that's hot for me. That's like my own personal turn on. So let's do it. Making that happen. Come on, I don't think that's ever been done in the history of porn. I don't think it has either, but we need to make it happen. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, that would be 
Kink, somebody, somebody who filmed that shit. Kink has probably already done it. And we just haven't seen it yet. Probably. There's so much shit Kink's done. That okay, not- there's that job. I was like, I know I agreed to something. There it is. I need to write that on my calendar. <laughs> but yeah, no, one, make, make them put the plan B in your mouth in the scene. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Maybe I can get them to do that. And we, uh, no, plan B probably wouldn't let that happen. Why? I don't know. I feel like they might say something. Is plan somebody's B- getting sued. I want to say it's like mile high or somebody's getting sued right now for like a label or something. Really? Yeah. Clothing or? I don't remember what it was, but they were like being extra careful with me on set yesterday because I had a friend's clothing brand on. Oh. And they were like, we need to take your shirt off. And I was like, why? I was like, it's just a friend's, a fellow porn person's clothing line and they were like no still and i'm like okay they're like oh, they're being sued so it's like a big deal right now i'm like oh shit Damn, that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. well here's the thing you could definitely have them pop the pill in your mouth without them seeing branding of it yeah that's true but isn't there only one pill that's like that the kill yeah. the baby pill yeah there's only one pill just don't say it by name yeah literally like as he's finishing just take the pill and boom <laughs> It's so funny. Take your medicine, bitch. We'll see what they say. <laughs> I don't want no babies. Take your medicine, bitch. I don't bi- want no babies. I don't know why I got ghetto with that. I don't know why I did either. I did too. <laughs> I don't want your baby. And I'm like, why couldn't I be? I'm a white person. I'm like, yeah, I don't. We are two of baby. the whitest people ever. And so true. Like we just. And still, I don't want your baby. <laughs> I don't want anyone's baby. I want to properly pronounce it. I do not <laughs> want <laughs> your baby. No one wants me to have their baby either. I promise you that. Like I would, not that I would be a bad mom. I just don't care enough to raise a child. That's. I what, think that would make you a bad mom. Yeah, my level of fucks is so far down that I'm like, I just don't know that I could, like with the baby, like the screaming, I'm like, when my phone rings, I go a little crazy. When my phone rings, I'm like, Why? Why would anyone call when you could text me with the same information? And that I feel like that would be like a baby crying. I'd be like, why are you crying when you could learn to speak? See, that's why you just got to get rich and au pair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to go through childbirth either. Surrogate? Yeah, maybe a surrogate. Just like harvest an egg. Yeah, that way it looks like me. But Kim Kardashian's kid who she surrogated surrogated i don't know if that's the correct terminology or not but anyway the baby she had a surrogate with or had a surrogate have does not look like her and kanye it looks like the surrogate mother didn't she shit out one of her kids or like she had two kids um but then she had difficult births on one and two and her doctor said that it would be bad if she had the third and didn't recommend it because of her personal health um, let alone of the child. So they hired a surrogate for their third. And I don't think their third baby looks like them at all. And I've seen the surrogate because I'm a huge fan of the show. And uh, it looks like the surrogate. Yeah, maybe Kanye just popped a shot in the surrogate. I don't know how they did it. But surely they want Kim's DNA in there. They're, I feel like there's no way that they are trying to have that baby without Kim's DNA. Well, But I uh, feel like it turned out still having some char- characteristics of the surrogate. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe that's just what, like, how the third baby turned out. Who knows? Or but maybe how, they're lying to Kim, and then. But how could it not? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you carry a baby and it have none of your character? I don't know. I don't know how DNA works. I guess. 
maybe that sperm and that egg have there's no way that the surrogate could look i don't know i don't know enough about science i don't know either that i do know Uh, why that baby looks more like the surrogate than kim kardashian i don't know (laughs) well maybe it just looks like kim (laughs) pre-surgery maybe maybe that's very true Oof. someone posted some before pictures of kim and it's like Oh, she posts before pictures of herself all the time. I think it's great. That shows you what money does. That's why I always tell people like anybody can be attractive with money. It will change everything about you. I mean, just from the clothes you're wearing to I I mean, you're getting facial procedure, not even facial procedures, not necessarily even changing anything, but like going to get the chemical peels and going to get the treatments and then like just treating your skin well, you know? Well, and stress fucking ages you. Oh, 100%. And what stresses you anything more? Money, you know? Right. So, Though I heard somewhere, um, I can't give you my reference at the moment, that there's a certain point where it's diminishing returns, like over a certain amount, been shown to not provide more happiness. Mm. Something like 90,000 on the median. Oh, okay. Like anything beyond 90,000 doesn't provide more happiness because at 90,000 a year, you're just comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I feel at a comfortable point in life, 100%. I feel definitely comfortable. But Well, yeah, you make six figures. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I want to make more, obviously. Obviously. Who doesn't? You know, yeah. It did take a little bit away, a little bit of my drive away. I did notice that in my last apartment because I was... So maybe I can't afford more because maybe I was so comfortable at that point that I was like, I have zero worries in the world. And I was like, uh, what do I, I don't need to try real hard. I've got everything I could ever need, you know? Yeah, maybe it, I need to spend more in rent and make myself work harder. Yeah, it's that, it's that balancing <laughs> act. It's just like, you gotta, if you're too comfortable, you're not gonna try to succeed. But if you're too uncomfortable, you, the stress will fucking kill you. Right. Or it's just like, oh God, I got to do this and this and this and try to get this done. And just like everyone else in LA, you got, you know, you got comedy, you got porn, you want to have a personal life on top of it. It's like, well, if you're stressing about all this money, how are you going to get those creative juices out to be fucking funny? It's right. I can only imagine how hard it is to be funny. If you're just like, man, I don't know if I'm, how I'm going to eat tomorrow. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I have been in that place also. So, <laughs> I mean, I get it. And I never want to be back there again. So, But that's the beautiful thing. Because you've been there and you're like, I've experienced this and I never want it. It's not an intangible thought. Oh, no, no. If I fuck up here. It's very possible. It's be very possible there. I will be back there. Yeah. Yeah. And that pressure fucking built, makes diamonds. Yeah. Yep. It does. And that's part of the reason, like, if I were to ever become filthy rich... Part of me also doesn't want to have kids at that point because it's like those kids will never know. Yeah. And is it possible to raise kids with that kind of money and still teach them the value of it? I don't know. I don't even know if that's possible. I don't know. And I think about that with like the Kardashian kids all the time. I'm always like, how, what is it going to be like to grow up? Like these kids have fucking Gucci goddamn diapers. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I can't imagine what it's going to be like to grow up with all of these things and you're living in mansions and your families are driving fucking Porsches and Rolls Royces. And then what are you going to do? Like send them out there and be like, okay, well now go out there with nothing and try to get in an apartment. And like, how do you, I don't know. And it's even worse for them because their fame is based around them being rich. Yeah. Yeah. 
none of the Kardashians are particularly famous for any particular talent right. except for being able to market themselves. They're, right. they're marketing geniuses. Yeah, exactly. Well, part of the brand and the marketing is being fucking rich. Right, yeah. How are you going to let your kid go out there and starve? <laughs> That's right. fucking off-brand. Right, it is. Yeah, completely off-brand. You're now damaging the brand by making that kid try to struggle. I know, it's so crazy. It'll be very interesting to watch their kids grow up and see how they turn out. Fucked up. They will turn up <laughs> fucked up. I definitely think Kim's kids are going to turn out real fucked up. With your dad as Kanye, real fucked up. Everyone <laughs> is going to end up. How could you not end up fucked up with, there's been a camera in your face since your whole you were, life. Yeah, your whole life there's been a camera in your face. You will never want it for anything. You will have never known what it's not like to be mobbed by fucking people. Right, right. And if that ever goes away, how fucked up is that going to be for you? Right. That now no one wants to watch you or to, yeah. Like if that's all you've ever known. Yeah. Well, we've only got like, uh, this is awful. Oh my God, I just really made them into less than people. And I hate that because that's what people do to me all the time. But I was about to say we only have like 10 years left because Courtney and Scott have like a 10 year old. So that kid's got to go out into the real world in like eight years. Does it? Does it really? Well, I mean, no. Their real world. Yeah. I was going to say, they even kind of like let Rob off of the Kardashian name for a little while because he was fucking up pretty hard. But even then, he still had a mansion to live in, chefs cooking for him. Like all like. Yeah, he got real fat. He definitely had chefs cooking for him. Yeah. Yeah. But the Kardashians kind of were like, he wasn't on the show. Like they were just kind of like. Now, the question is, who made that decision? Did Chris make that decision? I don't know. Or did E make that decision? And why the fuck are we talking about keeping up with the Kardashians? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how we got there. Well, we talked about just childbirth and, oh my God. Yeah, just... We went off on a tangent. Tangents tend to happen on this show quite a fucking bit. There's been a bunch of, actually a couple episodes of just talking about people, childbirth, what to, how to raise your children, all that, because I had a recent guest who's expecting his first kid is he moving out of la no god damn it i i'm strong on the fact that i think if you live in los angeles you should not be able to have children move out of los angeles if you want to have your child this is for the dreamers and the doers your dream is done oh he's still going he's out of la no he's a i just hate kids that's my thing. <laughs> I hate kids so much and I hate like having to slow down for a school zone in Los Angeles. I'm like, why are you here? You're not paying bills. You're expensive. Get out of here. See, they just need to move all the schools to the other side into the valley. Yeah. I mean, go to like Woodland Hills or something. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Go out into the valley. Stay out of Hollywood. <laughs> right. There needs to be no high school in Hollywood. No, absolutely not. And Hollywood and fucking sunset or highland and sunset what are you thinking it's the worst place for a school ever yeah it's like mm, in and out burger in a high school we're just gonna have a fucking traffic yeah. jam yeah yeah it's a nightmare over there <laughs> it's a nightmare to be in a car in los angeles who are we kidding <laughs> but you have to be that's so true it's so true <laughs> on another tangent Okay. What else is going on with comedy? Like, what else? What are you doing? Yeah, no, comedy's been great. Uh, I'm still just doing book shows. Uh, I showed up randomly to some open mics, open mics the other uh, week, which I haven't done in years, so that was fun. Um, but I just did the Workaholics House for the first time. I don't What's know. the Workaholics House? Excuse me. So you know the show Workaholics? I do indeed. Okay, so the uh, guys who lived in that house. Uh, 
the, the house that it was taped at, those guys were just random three friends who rented out this house. It was on Airbnb is that, that workaholics house. And so the people who actually own the home own, rented out um, their, his brother is a comic. And so they now run a stand-up show there once a month um, outside at the workaholics house. Yeah, and it's really cool. It's a really good show. It's a great turnout. Um, like a really great turnout. I was, was pleasantly surprised. But I don't understand how the neighbors haven't just X-nayed it. Because like you drive up and the house is in Van Nuys. So it's not like a populate. It's residential, 100% residential. And then, I mean, I pulled up and I had to park probably six houses down and you can hear comedy loud and clear throughout the like whole neighborhood and people are dropping f-bombs you're talking about like pussy and like all sorts of things and it's like i can't believe the neighbors are like but it's only once a month and i guess they've like okayed it you know either that or they're so used to having camera crews and shit around yeah. they're just like oh at least there's not fucking camera trucks and yeah. all that shit block. maybe maybe I don't know. yeah but it was really cool. So yeah, so I've just been doing a bunch of local shows. Like I said, I haven't gotten out. I'm supposed, I hope to be going to New York or I think it's New Jersey Exotica that's yeah, coming up. Yeah, Edison, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that will probably be my next trip. I think that's November, right? It's like two weeks away. It's like two weeks away. Fuck. Oh, God, I needed to get moving on that because I don't have a flight or anything. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. See, plane tickets. Plane tickets. That's my next trip. <laughs> Oh, I, Exotica, New Jersey was always fun. Yeah. I haven't done it in years. I just, I love it because it's right there next to New York and I love New York. So I'll stop in New York for a few days. I mean, that's Either pretty much what everyone does. Yeah. Oh, some of the most sketchy Exotica stories that came from New Jersey. Oh God, I can only imagine. Jersey's a little sketch, you know? Well, I was there Exotica, Jersey 2011. Okay. And I was uh, working for Tegan Presley at the time. Her and Alexis Texas were doing feature gigs like after the convention every night. We ended up the first night at some place where the stage is behind the bar. It's mm-hmm. like the bar the bar is like a big square. Mm-hmm. And the stage is behind it, and like all the dudes sit around. So the club management kicks a bunch of people out of one row so all of us can sit. Mm-hmm. My ass hits the seat. The locals just think I'm some dude. They don't know I'm there with the talent and everyone else. Right. We are almost in a fucking bar fight. Oh no. We managed to iron it out without being a fight, but it would have been bad. Cause at that point, um, one of the performers who was there was with us, like her, her dude was like a semi pro MMA fighter oh, who was shit. just hanging out with us. Oh, like shit. I wasn't going to be the problem. Right. <laughs> I probably would have gotten my ass kicked. Right. But some of the You're other still pe- pretty big. Oh, though, no, no. So I can actually handle myself. I just, right. I, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not, Great big badass, but I right. I, I am a security professional. I I, I can handle myself, right. but I'm not a semi-pro MMA fighter by any right. stretch of the imagination. Right, right. And I'm like texting him, like, uh, "Hey, man, just just be Heads on up. point. Heads yeah. up. This is like you know, it's one long like one long side of the square, and I'm at one end, he's at the other. I'm like trying to get his attention. He's dude, dude, <laughs> just heads up. Right. At least you had him there in your corner. Did shit go down? No, thankfully, shit did not go down. We eventually talked them down. Like, once they realized I was there with the talent, they were just kind of like, oh, okay, man. Like, this little point where, like, I had big beard, mohawk, eh. leather jacket. Like, they just thought I was some dude. Right. 
Well, you are some dude. Yeah, but some dude that was not there with all the talent. (laughs) I get you. And then the next night, I had to stop a female performer from fighting a patron. Yikes. A female patron? A male male patron. patron. Oh, shit. She went to smoke. I'm like, I'll go with you because I'm not going to let a female performer go just outside of a strip club by herself. Right. I don't even know how it escalated, but she ended up talking shit to a bunch of firemen. Slapped one of them. I'm like, okay. Oh, no. I literally threw her over my shoulder and walked away with her. Oh, no. I'm really sorry, guys. She's really drunk. Yeah. See? See? Alcohol just gets you in trouble. Eh. 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 Thankfully, she was you know, easily carryable away. Yeah. Carry, just, no, no, no. We're done. We're done with this. Oh, God. Chilled with her off to the side till the night was over. I'm like, okay, we're going to put you in the limo now. Oh, my God. Though we did take the limo through the White, White Castle drive through right after that, which made me very happy. Oh, my God. I'm not a White Castle fan. I like. I can't even. Well, those tiny little boogers are so gross. Why don't you have some drinks in you? Oof. Even then. I don't even know if then they could taste good to me. Maybe. maybe. Oh, they're delicious once you've been drinking. Oh, God. Taco Bell is usually my drunk food. I'm a Taco Bell person. Not like a sober Taco Bell person. I'm like a drunk Taco Bell person. There's a difference. See, I, I, I don't get how anyone in L.A. could be like, I'm a drunk Taco Bell person. There are rad, real taco trucks open late night. Yeah, that's true, but they're not drive through Not that I'm drinking and driving, because I'm not. But that was... When I say I probably haven't had Taco Bell in I don't even know how many years, but back when I was drinking and driving, like that's what I'm talking about. Like I would drive through the drink of Taco hey, Bell. Drive if you do it wrong, taco trucks are definitely drive through. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's how you end up with another DUI. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, I guess I don't really because I don't really drink all that much, so I'm not like I'm not a late person. I'm not out late. If I'm out late, I'm in a comedy club and then I'm going home and I drink water at the comedy club. You know, so. So wild. I know. I'm wild. I'm a wild child. Porn performer, comedian, sober. Not completely sober. Yeah, I know. I just prefer money, and money doesn't come to me when I have alcohol. No, it doesn't. doesn't to me. I, ha- I make so much more money when I'm sober because I'm, like, on it. You know, I'm, like, on the ball, like, handling my shit. Uh, no, I can see that. I, can, I yeah. can definitely see that. Yeah. You did the work of Hawk's house. We got off your comedy. I know. Like- I don't know what happened tangents on the show they fucking happen i know i'm sorry uh yeah so just a bunch of local clubs really is what i've been doing um but yeah i'm still out a few nights a week doing comedy i'll be out a few nights this week doing comedy so awesome that's absolutely awesome (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um i'm actually producing a show at the sycamore on the fourth if you want to come hang out um yeah, I might do that. I feel like I just said yes to something, but I think it was on the 3rd. And I know I'm filming on the 4th, but yeah, I think I can do that, actually. Yeah, I'm producing a live podcast for a New York comic. Nice. Who's the comic? Billy Presida. We're doing a live man whore podcast. Oh, nice. I love it. It's a great show. Basically, Billy gets uh, women that he has had sex with or dated on stage with him, and basically they have a conversation for why it didn't work out. Oh, Okay. I like that. It's a fun podcast and the first time he's doing it live in LA, so. Okay. Huh. God, I want to know that about all of my exes now. But I can pretty much tell them without, I know why all of them went wrong. So why didn't it work out? Well, I've only really dated a few men in my life because I've been, I've been single for the past decade, so. High five, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So all of my relationships were like early on. Uh, My very first one, 
Uh, it was my high school boyfriend and it didn't work out because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants and probably because we were young. But he was five years older than me, so he wasn't that young. 23 is still really hard to keep your dick in your pants. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that didn't work out because of that. I walked in on him fucking his ex-girlfriend. So that didn't work out. Uh, second boyfriend didn't work out because I cheated um, in the end. And so I left. Third boyfriend, he cheated. That's pretty much it. Those are the big ones I can think of. I see a pattern here. Yeah. A lot of infidelity. Yeah. But now I'm also the type of person that I'm not sure if I even believe in monogamy. So. I mean, I I believe it's a word in a dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know if it's meant for everybody. That's all. There's a lot of words in the dictionary that don't necessarily work (laughs) in real life. Right. Right. So I don't know. Now I'm just at a different point, I guess. Well, I'm. Now I'm like, why can't we sleep with other people? What is the problem? (laughs) A little bit of like jealousy because I'm a jealous girlfriend. But as long as I had a man that was like really good at like making sure I knew my worth when I was with him, I'd be okay. Especially if you were a porn dude. And I have dated a porn dude briefly. And I was totally okay with him going to set. Well, because you know what what goes into that. You know, going to set is not cheating to me at all. Well, and that's why I've had to explain to a bunch of people. I, I'm not even a fucking performer, and I've had to explain right. that to people. It's like, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. This is supposed to be aesthetically pleasing to the camera. This is not <laughs> right. necessarily fun for anyone involved. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's for the cameras. It's not for anybody in that room. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that's why there's a bottle of you know, Cetaphil so Casey can't pop, because yes. he may not be enjoying himself. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I do enjoy being at work, though. I will say that. I enjoy being at work because I enjoy what I do and I enjoy the people. Am I enjoying the sex? Yes. At times, I enjoy probably the sex more when they yell cut than I do when it when an action is going on. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying like people are not yeah. having fun. People yeah. are not getting off. But the overall goal yeah. <laughs> is to be aesthetically pleasing for the camera. <laughs> right. Not to get each other off. Like when people yeah. fuck in real life. No, the goal is the two of us are trying to get off here. Yeah. We're yeah. trying to interlock genitals. <laughs> yes. To release endorphins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and hopefully no pregnancy. Right. Yeah. And when you're in making a porn, it's like you got to worry about your angles. And if my face is showing to the camera, what my face is looking like, if I'm sucking in, like, are we opening up for the camera? Like so many things are going on outside of, am I about to come? If I come on camera and I really have an orgasm, it usually comes out of nowhere. Like the guy starts doing something and I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. Like I am going to right now this is fucking great but it's not like it's not my goal when i'm making the movie so yeah right the goal is to sell that <laughs> you're coming you're right exactly. that's why it's fucking acting you're right yeah an orgasm is a surprise in porn let's just put it that way <laughs> right a female orgasm <laughs> yeah i yeah. feel like unfortunately for some part of the male populace a female orgasm is just a surprise in general yeah that's true so fucking sad <laughs> it's true <laughs> With monogamy, you wouldn't get upset if your partner went and got a great massage. That's fucking physical pleasure. Right, yeah. Or had a really good meal that someone else cooked. That's a physical pleasure that's coming from somebody else. It's That's the thing that the Four Agreements talks about. It makes it to where it's like all those things that you have grown up with your community telling you is the thing to think or believe to like shake those beliefs. You know, like society told you that like sleeping with 60 people is bad for you as sleeping with six people is the better thing to do. Like why, 
why is that the Wait, thing I've six learned? people at once? Yeah, yeah. Like, why is that the thing I've learned? Because I'm doing this, I'm doing it this way now, and this doesn't feel bad, so... Well, it's just like religion. Back in the day, a woman who slept with 60 fucking dudes potentially could kill a lot of motherfuckers. Right. That, that vagina is now a poisonous trap of disease. It's 2018. We got penicillin. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. We have penicillin, we have condoms. I just watched my buddy have to go get a penicillin shot the other day. Aw. <laughs> You got the bad disease when you got to get the penicillin. But yeah. Yeah. You know, we should stop sticking to things that worked for our ancient ancestors. Yeah, I agree. But on that note, we do got to get you the fuck out of here. I do. I got to get the fuck out of here. Sylvia Sage, where can we find you on social media? Where can we find you doing comedy? Where can we find you doing all your awesome shit like fucking on film? You can find me on all your social media platforms at Sylvia Sage, S-I-L-V-I-A-S-A-I-G-E. And you can find me on YouTube. I do a show called Sexy Funny Raw. Or on iTunes, I do a show called Sexual Disorientation. Awesome. And any stand-up dates you can plug for the LA folks in their future? Uh, yeah. If you want to come out um, October 30th, Alexis Fox is running a variety show. So there'll be comedians and dancers and um, just a variety of different acts. But it's going to be a really good show, a Halloween show. And it's a dress-up show. So there's a costume contest. Awesome. Uh, I could probably get this out by then. I'll, okay. I'll swap things around and I'll yeah. get this out. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing the show. Thank and you. Always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the show at And Now We Drink on Twitter and Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. Until next time, guys, drink up, motherfuckers. We'll see you again next week. Bye.